Hello guys and welcome. This is Evita with Flying Blind Podcast where I talk about how I'm 36 and have no idea what the F I'm doing with my life. Here you'll join me on my journey and I hope to help you feel good about your own very unique journey. My hope is for you to feel inspired to get out there and fly. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode and I want to start out with a little story. So I actually had a little bit of an interesting and honestly a little bit of a creepy experience yesterday and it really inspired today's episode. So yesterday I went to pick up some contacts from my eye doctor and his clinic happens to be inside of the mall and After I was done doing that, I decided that I was going to do some shopping because I'm actually going to a wedding this weekend. So I went into a department store, looked around, didn't really find anything. So I decided to walk to the other side of the mall and look for a dress in a different department store. So as I was walking through the mall, I had my phone in hand, as most of us do, and I saw a notification for an airdrop. And I thought that was really odd because... I wasn't with anybody and I thought I had had my settings on only being able to receive an airdrop from my contacts and it didn't have any contact information so I thought it was a little bit odd and I was actually walking in front of an area that was kind of congested and it was in front of a little play place that's in front of a bookstore and I was thinking maybe it was somebody I knew, maybe they were playing a little prank on me. I had no idea who it was or where this airdrop was coming from. So I stopped, I looked around, didn't see anybody familiar, didn't see anybody looking at me. I did think it was a little bit odd. I did have kind of a weird feeling about it. Honestly, I probably should have followed my gut, but I kept walking toward the other side of the mall and ended up accepting the airdrop. It was an Apple note and it said, hey, beautiful, are you single? And it had a phone number attached to it. And I think my reaction was probably very similar to any other female that would have received an airdrop like that. Uh, I got pretty creeped out and a little freaked out. And I happened to be passing in front of a clothing store on the way to the department store. And I just walked in there really quickly, was looking around, didn't see anybody suspicious, didn't actually even see any men because this store sells just dresses, just women's apparel. So I didn't see any men, but nonetheless, I was super creeped out. And I ended up just waiting in this store, probably for a good 20 or 30 minutes, even tried on some dresses, but I was just trying to pass some time and ditch this person that sent me this airdrop. And while I was in a dressing room pretending to try on a dress, I actually blocked the number and took my sweet time trying on dresses and looking through other dresses. I didn't really find anything. Honestly, I really wasn't looking. I was just kind of watching out and I was just really weirded out by the entire situation. This was definitely the first time anything like this has happened to me. I have heard some pretty crazy stories about other females getting hit on, but this was the first time that I ever experienced something like this. I've never heard of this before. I've never heard of a female getting hit on via airdrop. It's just weird. And if any guys are listening to this, please don't hit on a girl via airdrop. It's creepy. Okay, please don't do that. 
And for you girls, before I really get into the the main topic and the main point of this story, I do want to urge all of the females that if something like this or anything creepy, anything that makes you feel just icky or raises red flags for you, if you feel something in your gut, listen to your gut, unlike me. And if you are in this situation where you feel unsafe or threatened, do what you can to stay safe. If you need to get security to walk you to your car, do so. If you need to call someone and have them meet you, do that. In this situation, I took a different route back to my car, was super aware of what was going on. I jumped on the phone and once I got to my car, I didn't go straight home. I actually got in my car, drove around, jumped on the freeway, took all kinds of weird circles, but I wanted to make sure that I was safe and that nobody was following me. Also, I went and changed my settings to only be able to accept airdrop from people in my contacts. And I'm sure it was probably harmless, but nonetheless, very creepy. I was weirded out and better safe than sorry. With this whole situation happening with the airdrop and getting hit on via airdrop, of course, other than being creeped out, it really made me think to myself, wow, what has this world come to that when a guy sees a female that he thinks is attractive in some way, that he uses airdrop to hit on her instead of going up to her and trying to talk to her. I'm not saying that I want anybody to come up to me and talk to me because I don't want that either, but it's just so crazy to me and kind of sad that if a guy wants to speak to a female, that he uses that strategy. I mean, it's kind of clever, but it's also kind of sad because we, I feel, have lost so much of the ability to communicate and have face-to-face interaction. Technology is definitely changing the way we do things. I don't have anything against technology. Technology is allowing me to do this podcast and to share knowledge. And I use my cell phone, whether it's text, social media, to communicate with my loved ones. And I also use my social media for good things, at least I do my best to use it for positive, constructive things. I want to spread positivity. I want to help people feel good. I really try to use technology as a tool for positive expression and connection. In those forms, I believe that technology is a really great thing and can be a very beautiful thing. However, it's a little bit sad that in certain situations like the one that I told you about, it really can stunt communication. It's so easy to speak our mind when we are behind a screen. There's a certain fearlessness that comes with using technology to express ourselves. But then when we have to voice our opinions out loud and in person, it can be a real struggle for for people. We are so connected with technology yet so disconnected. A lot of people have a hard time communicating face-to-face And a lot of times, technology is replacing communication that could be face-to-face. We definitely have a lot less of that sort of interaction, and that's really sad. I don't think that technology should replace any sort of face-to-face interaction. If anything, it can be used, again, as a tool or to enhance a relationship that should be or that can be face-to-face. One thing that I've also really noticed is that a lot of people have a really hard time with eye contact and I have personally witnessed this a whole lot and I feel like it's gotten a little bit worse 
with time and I'm not trying to at all pick on anybody that's younger than me or anything like that. I just think it's a sign of the times. I am an esthetician and I also am a makeup artist. I have done a lot of makeup for people that are a little bit older from older generations that did not have the cell phones and that sort of technology growing up. And I've also done a lot of makeup for people my age and also for a ton of females and males that are a lot younger and that are more accustomed to technology. And I have found that I would say probably people my age and younger have a really hard time with eye contact. When I do some people's makeup, obviously I have to get very close to their face. And when I'm doing their eye makeup, I need them to look at me and to look at me in the eyes straight forward. And I need them to not revert their eyes or to be looking all over the place. I need their focus to be head on, straight on. And I happen to be standing right in front of them. So we end up making eye contact and it makes people so incredibly uncomfortable to make eye contact. It's just something that has gotten a little bit worse since I started doing makeup. And I believe that a lot of that does have to do with the technology. People don't look at each other in the eye as much anymore. When you go to the store, you'll even notice that if you have a cashier ringing you up, the people that are making a purchase a lot of times have a phone in hand and they're looking down at their phone the entire time. And the cashier a lot of times will be, you know, speaking to them and trying to make a conversation. And a lot of the people just don't look up. They'll respond or they'll look up briefly, but won't truly engage and make direct eye contact. It's really rare now, and I've really paid attention to this, and that's really sad. We're, we're losing that connection and communication because eye contact is also a big part of communication. And because we do a lot of our communication via text, email, through DMs and things like that, even though that it, it is great to stay connected with people like that, there is a lot lost in that sort of communication. We lose the nuances like tone and inflection, and we can't really get the full picture, the full effect of what it is that the other person is trying to communicate. There's a lack of intimacy and a lack of feeling in text. You just can't get all of that in a text message like you would if the person was speaking these words in front of you. And like I said, it's really great to have these tools, but we shouldn't rely on them as our main source of communication. It should be used to enhance our communication and to stay connected in a way that enhances our relationships. When we come back from break, I want to talk a little bit more about communication and what we can do to improve this situation. Hey everybody, this is Panchito and Mike from the 5 for 5 podcast. And you're currently listening to Flying Blind with Evita. We hope you enjoy it. Subscribe, like, love, and follow us at Zwerk Media. At Z-W-E-R-C Media. Did you get it? Good. issue that might arise from using technology to communicate is that it kind of provides an easy way out. And what I mean by this is that we are so used to, even in the workplace or in different scenarios, we use technology to communicate. 
uh, in a lot of work situations, when there is some sort of conflict, people will send each other emails back and forth. And I hear stories from friends about these emails that get transferred back and forth. And a lot of people might feel it's a little bit more effective, but it's actually kind of not. I feel like there's a lot of back and forth. And I feel like a lot of these issues could probably get resolved a lot easier and a lot more quickly if they were actually resolved by picking up the phone or by meeting in person and having a quick little discussion. And it actually takes a lot longer to type out an email than to say these words out loud. I do understand that email is easier. For myself, I I know it seems like I talk a lot and I do, but when it comes to conflict, I personally communicate much better in words and I actually have an English degree and I have written a lot, but I can honestly and tr- truthfully say that a lot of times it would be more effective to pick up the phone or speak face to face. So this communication that is via technology uh, kind of provides an easy way out and I think it really impedes some people from being able to deal with uh, true conflict and that's really not a great thing. I think that we, of course, want to do our best to have peaceful lives and avoid conflict, but sometimes it's going to happen. No life or job or relationship is perfect and conflict will arise and we have to deal with it. And I really think that when one is able to communicate face-to-face or at least over the phone um, effectively, it is much more constructive for that situation. And unfortunately, technology can be a little bit impeding. Technology and communicating via technology has also really changed the dating world as I think everyone can see and as I witnessed or experienced I should say in the mall yesterday. Gone are the days of getting to know each other first in person and I know it still happens but I would say more often than not I hear stories about people meeting on dating apps or Instagram or something that involves technology. Now I'm not slamming this because I have I have seen some really really great relationships between really wonderful people that were formed this way and that's that's fine. And again, I'm not saying that there's anything inherently wrong with this, but for a lot of people, this is completely replacing human to human face-to-face interaction and a lot of these relationships are really being formed solely via text or on these dating apps and things like that and again with these sorts of situations you are losing a lot of elements that you would otherwise witness in person you're losing the tone the inflection the facial expressions the body language the behaviors things that you can't see on an app or via text message you're only getting a snippet of that person instead of getting to know all of them. And I actually think that in some ways it can delay things. I think it might feel like you get to know somebody really quickly this way. And of course, these apps can be great because you have access to people that you might not have met otherwise. So again, I'm not bashing it to each their own, but it's something to keep in mind if you are going to be on a dating app or get to know somebody via any sort of technology. I think it's something that people should be aware of when they're doing this. 
and also make it a point to try to have face-to-face interaction and not have it be solely that or replace human interaction. And I also think and have seen for some people that they get to know people on these, you know, platforms. And then when they actually get together, they're kind of disappointed because they had a certain perception of them that they got online. And in person, it's just a whole different thing. When you meet somebody in person, it's just a very different, it's just a very different feel. Somebody that might seem easy to talk to online, when you get to be in front of them, the conversation just might not flow. So keep that in mind if you are in the situation. Just remember that you are just getting a small snippet of who this person is. So how do we deal with all of this technology and how it's affecting our communication and our relationships? I think it's important that we set limits by not just using technology to communicate and actually pick up the phone. Pick up the phone and talk to your friend or set up a date so you can catch up and don't just do it via text or whatever platform you're using. Even to order a pizza. It's, I, I think it's really great to, instead of use an app to order a pizza or going online, and I understand that sometimes there are special circumstances, but I think it's really great to get on the phone and actually call and have a conversation with somebody, even if it's to order a pizza. And I think it's really great, even for those of you that have children, to have them do this too, so they can get comfortable communicating with people. Because I have found, and I have seen, that a lot of kids are uncomfortable with this, and I think that we should encourage the communication face-to-face or over the phone in actual spoken words. And I think it's really good to limit screen time. We are so glued to our phones a lot of the times, and I am guilty of this too. I want to capture moments. I want to take pictures with my friends. I want to take pictures of my experiences because I want to be able to look back and have really great memories. But it's important to not have the phone out the entire time because you do want to experience whatever it is that you are doing or the people that you are with in person and not through your screen. And as far as dates are concerned, same thing. I think it's it's fine to take the phone out sometimes if you want to document something, take a picture of something, but I think it's good to make it quick and actually engage with the person you're with, speak to them, make eye contact, and also plan activities maybe where you can't have your phone, maybe so you can get yourself out of that habit. I think it's important to be very intentional with this and make that decision and stick to it. We definitely want to have quality experiences and sometimes being glued to the technology can take away from those experiences and the quality. Again, it's okay to capture memories. I love going back and looking at pictures, but I don't want to experience everything through my phone in that moment. I want to be in the moment, in person, and take it all in. And I have noticed that, like I mentioned before, such as in the grocery store, a lot of people don't interact with cashiers or staff or things like that. And I'm going to tell you to break a rule that your parents probably told you growing up. Talk to strangers. If you go to a coffee shop, if you go to a bar and sit at the bar, if you're in some sort of social setting, talk to people, say hello, smile. You can really make somebody's day by smiling at them and saying hello. I think it's a really great thing to do and not just be on your phone because if you go into a coffee shop and even if you go into a bar, it's kind of crazy to see how many people are on their phones and not interacting with each other. So talk to strangers. 
Also, I think it's good to maybe sometimes take a day away from technology. Take a social media break. And you see a lot of people doing this. And why do people do this? Because it's actually really healthy. It's really good sometimes to take that break and just become present with whatever it is that you're doing, whether it's work, family, friends, a party, wherever you may be. Sometimes it's nice to just be really, really present and in the moment and take it all in that way. Chances are that there are going to be so many other people on their phones taking pictures. So really, you don't need to because it's so easy to be like, hey, do you mind sending me those pictures? I know for a fact, and you all know for a fact, that there will be plenty of people that can forward you pictures. So you have the memories recorded, but you are also very present. And with anybody, whether it's kids, your friends, your family, strangers, engage them in conversation. Like I hear so many people complain about kids that they're always on their phone, that they're always on technology, that I hear a lot of people complaining and I understand, but instead of complaining, engage with them, talk to them, talk to them about something interesting, ask them about something. If we engage children, they will respond. They will answer. And who doesn't like talking about themselves, really? If you ask a kid about something they're interested in, they will get off their phone and talk to you. Kids are like anybody else. If you bring up a topic that's interesting to them, they will engage. So instead of complaining, let's help them and help them have conversations and actually be an example. The more that we engage, other people will do the same. And again, technology can be a beautiful, beautiful thing. It can be a very positive thing depending on how you use it. And it's a tool for wonderful things. You're listening to Flying Blind Podcast. Subscribe, like, love, and follow us at Zwerk Media. At Z-W-E-R-C Media. Did you get it? Good. Before I leave you today, I want to share a couple of quotes with you. The first one is by Robert G. Thompson. The simple truth is that technology is still a poor substitute for human interaction. And I do agree with this, that nothing can replace the human interaction. Again, technology can be a wonderful thing, but it is no replacement. I believe it's just something that we can use to enhance our human interaction. And the next quote is by Tony Zambito. And he says, Instead of using technology to automate processes, think about using technology to enhance human interaction. And this is what I encourage all of you to do. I am definitely not demonizing technology because it's a beautiful thing, but let's use it to enhance our human experience. So I really hope that you take both of these quotes to heart and really think about this. And I really hope that you live your best life. I want to thank you so much for joining me today and taking the time to listen to me on this episode of Flying Blind. I hope that you took something positive away from listening today and I would love to get your feedback or any suggestions or ideas. So you can find me and reach me on Instagram, Facebook, and Snapchat at Evita Carrasco. That's E-V-I-T-A-C-A-R-R-A-Z-C-O. Remember to subscribe, like, love, and follow us on Zwerk Media. That is Z-W-E-R-C Media. I hope that you will join me on the next episode of Flying Blind Podcast. And until next time, stay blessed and stay positive.